2: Welcome to the Penny Peep Show. Space. No fly tipping. And that includes throwing your poop into the sun. (laughs) we <laughs> log. Today I come to you not as the captain of the Madeline, but as captain of this shuttle. Uh, What's this shuttle's name, Lieutenant Little? Shuttles don't have names, Captain. It'd be like naming your desk chair.
3: It serves a purpose, but nobody gets attached. I just think that if it's a ship, it should have a name. Then its name is PV-7447, Captain. Thank you, Caddix. The point is
2: I'm not delivering the captain's log aboard the Madeline, but rather from shuttle PV-7447 as we journey to the surface of Perea. Caddix, would you like to list the reasons. Me? Why? What did I do? Well, it seems rude for me to sit here nattering away. Uh, We can make the captain's log a group activity. Ooh,
3: can I go first? I
2: want the commander to have a go. What do
3: you mean, have a go? I know why we're aboard.
2: In your own time.
3: Ugh... We're getting your flight accreditation. As part of any officer's promotion, they have to log a variety of command activities. As you already have an industrial vehicle's license... You do, Captain? In my
2: role as an admiral's husband, I organize terraforming groundbreaking ceremonies. I had to get the license to operate the giant shovel thing.
3: Becoming a shuttle pilot seemed a natural progression. And maybe next
2: time we get in a shuttle together, you'll let me touch the controls.
3: It's not that I don't trust you, Captain. Yes? It's for a different but equally good reason. Hmm...
2: Well, that's one answer to the question of why I am delivering my captain's log from on board PV-7447. Lieutenant Little, what was another? We are journeying to the surface
4: of Purea to collect a pantherian ambassadorial team. Correct. To take them to the third moon of og 3 Correct. To meet with Felidon diplomats.
2: Ding, ding, ding! You're a winner! A highly contentious meeting inspiring widespread and violent protests, thus explaining the need for a military escort. Unfortunately true. It's a shame. Peaceful relations between races and planets is one of the key tenets of the United Universe. There
3: will never be anything peaceful in our relationship with the Felidon. They're psychotically law-abiding. they bite your head off as soon as look at you. And if you look at them too long, they'll bite it off for breaking their looking at someone too long, Law. If we
2: got along with the Felodons, that would be a good thing. Except
3: if the rumours are true, that the Pantherians are ratifying accords without United Universe consent, then they could be expelled from the UU. Well, they
2: haven't ratified anything yet. Assume the best and hope for the best. That's what I say. You should ask the bombshell what the pantherians are up to captain she's half pantherian after all i'm not gonna ask someone to speak for their whole planet i hope the team
3: aren't making it difficult for her say what you like about stromberg violent stupid overcome with bloodlust say what you like about stromberg but he doesn't tolerate bullshit in his team true now where was i
2: that's right captain's log about to land captain oh uh end captain's log
1: All right, diplomacy enforcers. When we open the shuttle doors, there will be protesters. We will hold the line to allow the captain and the commander to greet the Pantherian ambassador and lead said ambassador back to this shuttle. I don't understand why we don't just teleport them aboard. There were threats that the protesters would have energy dispersal rays, making teleportation a dangerous proposition.
5: Those protesters are cowards. Shooting
1: is for faces, not for teleportation. And remember, When the ambassadors come aboard, no staring. Oh, but the way they look! And their
6: voices. You've (laughs) learned to control yourself around the
5: bombshell. I trained them to control themselves.
1: If any of you embarrass me, I shall put you on a low-protein diet and lock you out of the gym. (gasps) On my command, we open the shuttle doors, surround the captain and the commander, and push through the protesters. Did
5: you want to wait in the shuttle, boss? No, I do not. Not. Only your chair and the protest. Lieutenant Commander
6: Stromberg has already answered your question.
5: Hello, Stromberg. How are preparations Diplomacy Enforcers,
6: go! What are you... doing? Yes, sir.
1: Diplomacy
2: Enforcers You can put the captain And the commander down Yes, oh. yes, yes, yes. Well done Stromberg Very efficient
3: Sweet pea If you ever pick me up again I will personally Remove your arms My
2: apologies Commander ah. The Pantherian Ambassador is approaching.
7: Greetings, Captain. Such a gentleman to come all this way to get us.
2: Hello, Ambassador. I am Captain Arlo Blackmore of the Madeline. This is my first officer, Commander Caddys. An honor
7: to meet you, Ambassador. Greetings, Commander. Meet my retinue. This is my personal security officer. I'm Tawny. And this is my personal secretary. I'm Bambi. And I'm Ambassador Slut. What? I'm sorry? These protesters do make things difficult for us, don't they? i feel I feel awful for making you go to all this trouble.
1: Ambassador, we welcome even the slightest chance of violence. We only wish the protesters were more heavily armed. Shall we
7: get you back to the shuttle, Ambassador? Of course, Commander. Tawny. I'm here, Ambassador.
8: Bambi. Whenever you're ready, Ambassador. <laughs>
3: Into the shuttle, Ambassador. Thank you, Commander. Bambi, oh, careful. Stop
2: Captain Summit, stop the summit. Ah. Oh. oh no, oh, I'm so sorry. Stromberg, who knocked you out of your
6: chair? I'm really sorry. We have to get him back in his chair. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm fine. One, two, three. Ah. He's too heavy.
2: I didn't mean to tip him over. I'm just really passionate about this course. Get
5: out of the way. Oof. Let's do it, sweetie. Let's
2: go, Bumpsha. Right. I, I shall drag myself to the shuttle.
5: One, two, two three. three.
2: Get him on board. I can get myself on board. Come
3: on, Captain. Let's get out of here. I'm so
2: sorry about the wheelchair.
0: Well, Strongberg, I'm glad Sweet Pea made you come in for a check
1: I do not need help, Dr. Santora. I am strong. Strong
0: people need help too, Strongberg. Now, let's take a look at your scans. Here we are. Skull shows nose fractures in several places, a fracture to the left eye socket and a fracture to the jaw, indications of multiple concussions and an unusually large amygdala. Now, if we take a look at today's scan, the same. All normal, Strongberg, for you. Seems we need to get you a more secure chair.
1: Not the chairs fault, Doctor. I must learn to be stronger. Doctor, I brought the bandage for Lieutenant Commander Stromberg's knee. Go ahead, Timish. I don't want the bandage on my knee.
0: It's embarrassing. It'll be beneath your trousers. Go ahead, Timish. What if I wear tiny shorts in jeans? I don't want you leaving trails of blood around the ship because you are worried that a bandage will make you look weak. Don't hum.
1: Sorry, doctor. Has there been any updates on my injury? The one that keeps me in the chair.
0: I can reach out to UUHQ again. They haven't said anything new since I sent them the 3D modeling scans we did on your brain. I can still see the scarring on your hypothalamus, and you still feel nothing in your legs, correct? Hold on. Thank you, Timish.
1: Oh, uh, would you like help getting back into your chair? I can do it. I'm happy to help. No! <sighs> Goodbye, doctor. And nurse.
0: Be kind to yourself, Stromberg.
1: He makes me feel funny, all hot and energetic and angry and frightened and confused. I
0: know. I feel it too.
1: Now that he's gone, I feel normal. What
0: would you know about normal? What would anyone on this ship know about normal? Normal.
2: And this is the briefing room, where we can go over the finer details of what you need from us, Ambassador. You're so
7: kind to give us a guided tour, Captain Blackmore. As you know, we're having diplomatic talks with the Felidon, a fact that has been dubiously received. Felidons are a bunch of murderers. The ambassador won't acknowledge that comment
8: for diplomatic reasons.
7: Thank you, Bambi. Our home planet of Perea is close to the Felidon Empire. They have been developing new weapons, expanding their space fleet. For our own security, it makes sense to come to some sort of arrangement. Do Felidons
3: have ambassadors? Do they
7: know what diplomatic talks are? We'll be meeting with the first of the Felidon diplomats, Ambassador Benjamin. Benjamin? What a human name. He has spent some time around humans, adapted to some of your ways. He even tells jokes. Oh, good. When my
3: head pops off like a champagne cork, I want the last thing I hear to be a classic zinger.
8: The Ambassador won't acknowledge that comment.
7: It's fine, Bambi. Commander, I share some of your reservations. That the Felidons are prepared to talk to us at all is surprising. We intend to make the most of it. Now, Captain, while I long to stay and enjoy your company, I know Tawny is anxious to make a full security sweep of the room. Is that necessary? A
5: queen of ours was
8: murdered by a poison pillow. It's now tradition for us to test all new pillows prior to sleep. There's a whole ceremony.
7: Mainly it's hitting each other with said pillows and giggling at how silly the tradition is. You don't need to tell us.
8: Humans usually enjoy hearing the details of our traditional ceremonies.
3: Oh, uh, I'm not against hearing the details. We'll be assembling a security team to support you during the talks, Ambassador. We'll send them along to introduce themselves. Uh, Enjoy the pillow ceremony. Until later, Captain.
2: Stromberg, could you please join us in the briefing room? Yes, Captain.
3: What did you make of the ambassador? I
2: thought she was lovely, uh, down-to-earth,
3: uh, open and honest. Do you think she was flirting with me? Given that she is an ambassador, you are a captain, and this is a professional environment. Would it matter if she were? I guess
2: not. Uh, what did you think of the ambassador? I
3: thought she was hard to read, vague with detail and smugly non-committal. All in all, a, a typical, typical ambassador. ambassador. Ah,
2: Stromberg, how are you feeling? Why do you ask, Captain? Because of the incident, uh, when we were getting the ambassador. The doctor has run tests and thought me fit to return to my post.
3: We need you to lend a couple of your team to support the ambassador.
1: Ah, very good, Commander. Why not Bombshell? She's part Pantherian, and Sweetby is capable member of team. And so
2: gentle. He's a pacifist, you know.
3: He told me while murdering a defenseless alien. On several occasions. I'm surprised you aren't putting yourself on the squad, Stromberg. Uh,
2: they'll not need me.
1: Bombshell and Sweetpea, they are good officers. I shall inform them at once, Captain. Thank you, Stromberg.
3: When we get to the third moon of Og three, you should greet the Felidon diplomats. I'll stay on the ship. Make sure everything runs smoothly from here.
2: I don't know why you're using your lying voice. My lying voice? I trust you. I'm sure it's for a good reason. I hope it's not something I've done wrong.
3: Nothing like that. You
2: don't have to tell me if you don't want to. You don't
3: have the same history with Felidons that I do. You haven't seen half your commanding officer hanging out of their open maw. You haven't watched them stuff the head of a screaming woman into their mouths and heard the crunch that follows. You haven't seen their faces... When they turn to you, blood still pouring from their smiling lips. You're
2: correct. I haven't.
3: Thinking about looking in their eyes, shaking their hands. Sit this one out,
2: please. And if you ever want to talk about the war...
3: I will never want to talk about the war. Or
2: if you ever should talk about the war...
3: You'll be the first to know. Thank
2: you. I appreciate your trust in me. You take care of the Madeline, I'll take care of the Ambassador.
3: Hmm. Mm. You better not be thinking about that pillow ceremony.
2: Uh, what pillow ceremony?
3: Let's just launch the ship. <laughs>
1: You have your orders. When you finish your workout, you can check in with the ambassador's personal security. Yes, boss.
6: Won't you be joining us, boss? You and Bombshell will
1: be fine without me, sweet pea. Oh, as you say, boss. Uh, How come you landed the sweet posting again? We
6: have earned the boss's trust by consistently performing to a high standard. Devastator. And of course, sisters before
1: misters. Am I right, Bombshell? What
5: does that mean, incinerator? You're the
1: same kind of alien as that Ambassador.
5: I'm half pantherian, if that's what you're asking.
1: I hear that pantherians have some weird traditions. I hear that pantherians wash their spaceships in bikinis before every mission. You should wash our ship in a bikini bombshell. <laughs> Do
6: not. Speak to your colleague like that. What?
1: It's a cultural question.
6: Yeah, don't be so xenophobic,
1: sweet pea. Let Bombshell wear a bikini. We stand for your right to wear a bikini, Bombshell. We may think that your entire race is made up of traitors, but you look damn fine doing it. The
5: only time you'll see me in a bikini will be the yearly security department bodybuilding competition, where I'll be out gunning the pair of you without even breaking a sweat.
1: You won't if you're a traitor. Oh, can traitors not be bodybuilders? No, No, traitors can't be in the UU. Ah, so if your lot betray the UU, you'll get kicked out? Because no UU membership means no UU officers. Oi, what's going on here?
6: Lieutenant Commander Cummins. We was just asking our colleagues something. Yeah,
1: we were just asking Bombshell about the intricacies of failed interplanetary agreements.
4: Piss off. Huh? The gym is for working out, not Politics. Piss off. That's an order. All yes, right, sir. sir.
5: I could have handled it, sir.
4: They were aggravating me. Couldn't
6: say nothing. Where's Stromberg? I should have a word. I think you'll be at leg press. Uh, two rows over down the end.
4: <laughs> Stromberg? Lieutenant Commander Cormorant. Cormorant is fine. with the same rank after all. <sighs> What are you doing? I am doing leg press. Aren't you numb from the upstairs? I cannot skip leg day. Right. Well, I caught two of your disciples badgering that pantherian
1: less. The diplomacy enforcers are an inclusive branch of the security department. Harassment is not allowed. Who was it? They were tall, beefy, disproportionately small heads. That could be any member of my team. I shall investigate. Thank you, Comeran. No problem. Now I must return to my workout. Got my own workout to do.
4: (sighs) be getting on. Look, what's going on here? What is this? I am working out. Your legs aren't going to press anything, are
1: they? I have to try. I am useless without my legs. Well,
4: that's bullshit! Do your legs run your department? Do your legs fire a plasma rifle? I cannot
1: protect. I cannot be part of security detail. Without legs, I must stay on ship and only work out fingers on button pressing.
4: Did you get let off the team looking after that ambassador? Those bastards! They can't exclude you because you're in a chair. Give me a day and send me through your medical records. I'll take care of this. (laughs) Captain... Within orbit around the third moon of Og-3.
9: And look, there's a Felidon ship. I believe we're in communicator range of them.
2: Good work, everyone. You're all doing tremendously and I am impressed by each and every one of you.
9: Captain, you can't overcome lizard brain survival instincts through the use of compliments. Your positive attitude only draws further attention to your crew's terror.
2: That's good to know, Mrs. Loveland. But what would you suggest?
9: I have no suggestions. I just thought you should know. At what point are you going to stop listening to her captain only a coward would ignore me are you a coward
3: commander do cowards choke people unconscious because i would ignore you and strangle you
9: Uh, captain we're being hailed by the felidon ship
3: put it on the big
2: screen dupont on the big screen captain big smiles everyone Hello there! I am Captain Arlo Blackmore of the United Universe ship, the Madeline. How are you today? Good
10: day to you, Captain Blackmore. I am Ambassador Benjamin.
2: I've heard a lot about you, Ambassador. All good, of course. I will
10: break the ice. What do the chicken that crossed the road and the jaywalker have in common? You must answer! Uh... They're both lunch. <laughs> I also see your first officer, Commander Caddox, our old friend.
3: Old friend?
10: You ended our last war with the United Universe, Commander Caddox. A good thing. We Faladons are a peaceful race.
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> I... Clang!
10: ha ha ha! I must apologize for my sense of humor. I spent several formative years at a United Universe internment
2: camp. I learned much from my human captors. I hope they treated you with compassion and consideration. It wasn't so bad. Sure, I was locked up
10: with many criminals. On the downside... I gained so much weight.
2: <laughs> oh, I get that one. It's funny, really. Oh, that was a misdirect.
10: We shall send you the coordinates of our meeting on the third moon of Oak It is at this great business center that validates shuttle parking. Oh, very funny. That was not a joke. I would recommend that Ambassador Slut not use teleportation. There are protesters on the moon who may attempt interference.
6: Of course.
10: Thank you for your time, Captain Blackmore. And for the pleasure of meeting Commander Caddox.
2: Goodbye for now, Ambassador Benjamin. See ya. Would not want to be ya. Oof, that went pretty well, team. Everyone take a deep breath, we'll get through this together.
9: If I may, Captain. Shut it, Loveland. <laughs>
2: Those protesters were a lot more polite. Then again, who wants to commit a crime in front of a phalodon?
7: The advantages of a judiciary based entirely on capital punishment.
10: Captain
2: Blackmore. Ambassador Benjamin, uh, may I present Ambassador Slut. Finally
10: we meet.
2: You do me a great honor.
10: And these are my fellow ambassadors. Ambassador Senator and Ambassador Sabak. <laughs> The sovereign laws of the Feladon take precedency always. Sabak, we talked about this. Forgive my fellow ambassadors, then you...
7: <sighs> you honor me with your presence, ambassadors.
10: Diplomatic relations require careful observation of innumerable social and political
7: roles. You'll get it in no
10: time. Seneca means that in a good way. We, Feladon, love laws and rules. Laws are made to obey. Keep a lid on it, Sabak. Honestly, this guy, you have to stick a criminal in his mouth to shut him up. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Where is Commander Caddox? I had hopes to meet her in the flesh. She I wish to meet.
7: Maybe next time. Thank you for the escort, Captain Blackmore. I always feel so safe in your company. I'll
2: leave our security team at your disposal while you're at the summit. Do not worry,
10: Captain. I have set out strict protocols to follow. We Felidans have agreed not to consume Ambassador Slut, even if she were to commit a minor infraction. Oh, how generous of you. We are not a flexible people, but we learn as I learnt from the United Universe. Besides, if I ate Ambassador Slut, it would ruin my lunch. (laughs) You know, I'm starting to get your jokes. They're mostly about eating people. It's a cultural thing.
2: Creator of the podcast, Kieran here. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of The Edge of Infinity. We are well into the series now. For the first time in a while, I have a review from my dad, a testament to my sister's powers of persuasion. Dad said he liked all the sexual tension in the last episode. However, he was talking about people having sex in a cupboard, so I'm not sure he knows what sexual tension is. On to this episode's Cross (laughs) Promotions! I am here to tell you about the paranoid strain. The paranoid strain will take you on a journey into all things conspiracy theory. You'll learn, you'll laugh, you'll debunk. At the moment, you can listen to hosts Fearful Jesuit and Dana Unicorn make their way through a series on secret societies, that thing I think everyone is a part of and no one will invite me to. The paranoid strain is smart, sharp, carefully researched, fully scripted, thoroughly produced, and never more relevant than in these conspiratorial times. find the link where all good links are found in the episode description. I'm about to hand you back to my capable cast to finish the episode. Before I go, I make my usual please. Subscribe to us, review us, let us know what you think of us, and there's lots of ways to do that back in the old episode description. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Thanks again for listening. Bye.
1: Stromberg. There you are. Thought you were going to be a no-show. government Dr. Santora, why have you brought me to sickbay? I'm not sick. No, you're not.
0: We cannot ignore the trauma inflicted on your brain and body. But
4: it's
1: not sickness. Then why am I here? I wanted to show you this. Are you mocking me? You show me legs but I cannot use my legs These are
4: cybernetic legs You strap yourself in and you can walk That way you don't get cut from service
0: Who cut Strongberg from service? The captain or commander It can be hard to separate the two Uh, I I want to get in them Give
1: me
4: the legs Careful there big man doesn't like
0: accepting Uh. help? (laughs) Right,
4: let's get you strapped in now, it wasn't easy to design uh, yeah, 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 Yes, yes, uh. because we were looking at neurological damage. There's no residual limb muscles to patch
0: into. You'll be using signals from your hands and arms. Everything is in these braces here.
4: Now, start slow. Aha! I said slow. Remember, these aren't meant to replace your wheels. These will keep you in the field. I
0: still strongly recommend counselling, Stromberg. Yeah, this
4: ship's got a counsellor,
0: don't it? Maybe not with her, but you have to deal with the consequences of your injury, physiologically and psychologically.
4: And remember, you aren't your legs. You have value
1: outside of your legs. Yeah, But now
4: I have legs. Kind of.
0: Sort of. I have legs!
1: (laughs) I am better and
0: stronger
1: than ever. Well, it definitely worked.
0: You've unleashed a happy Strongberg.
4: That's a good thing,
0: right? You're still new. You'll learn.
2: Ah, Ambassador Slut, Uh, thank you for joining me in thrusters. Uh, You must be exhausted after today.
7: Not at all, Captain. Ambassador Benjamin proved to be a good host.
8: His colleagues, however. Tawny, don't undermine the ambassador. Don't tell me what
7: to do, Bambi. Girls, no fighting. I doubt the Madeline has the pool full of jelly required for the apology ceremony. Now leave me with Captain Blackmore.
2: Yes, Ambassador. As you say, Ambassador.
7: Can I get you a drink? Please.
10: Uh, Kazkar? Edipada, uh, yin
2: himpada.
7: I did not expect to find a sick murder boy. Why you
2: drink? I'd ask you what you want, but Kazkar wouldn't understand. It's always a surprise. Uh, drinks, please, Kazkar. Drink yin, edipada, So, uh, how did the first day of talks go?
7: Connie wasn't wrong, Captain Blackmore. The other Felidons did struggle to grasp the concept of negotiation. Well, if
2: anyone could stay serene around a Felidon, it's you, Ambassador Slut.
7: (laughs) I try, Captain. The talks did go well, even if the outcome is foggy. What
2: outcome do you want? A peace treaty? A trade agreement?
7: It is not my desire to see my people struck out of the United Universe. Of course, our relationship with the UU has always been... Fractious.
2: is this because of the All the
7: sexual harassment we pantherians are a friendly race, but it is so often misconstrued. Your people's projection of sexuality onto us is... disturbing. It
2: disturbs a lot of human women, too. It's
7: hard to pledge allegiance to any intergovernmental organization when their delegates keep telling you that they're not like other governing bodies. And then call your entire planet a bitch when you don't immediately respond to their free trade agreement.
2: We did sign you into the UU with the planetary equivalent of a What do we call
7: your home planet? Technically habitable.
2: Sayonara! Drink! Setamia! Hina himpada! Purple ones! They're delicious! Let's toast to forging a brighter future for all the UU.
7: I'll drink to that, Captain.
9: May I join you, Commander Caddox? I'm going to ignore your answer and join you anyway. Mrs.
3: Loveland, then why ask? The
9: ambassador and the captain seem to be getting along. I hadn't noticed. You can see them laughing and fawning from here. You can tell she wants him. Why else would she be making such an effort to befriend him? It couldn't possibly be because she's an ambassador and it's her job. What of Arlo, then? What's his excuse? The captain
3: is pathologically friendly. He could extract goodwill from an
9: acid-spitting automaton. Or you. Perhaps he likes that the ambassador doesn't break into a cold sweat every time someone says Felidon. Neither do I. <laughs> Let me rephrase. The ambassador doesn't drink herself into a stupor and fall unconscious while crying next to a puddle of her own sick every time someone says Felidon.
3: Neither do I. I
10: to in drink, No
9: drink for me, Slugman.
10: Ya in Nothing.
9: Thank you. You don't have to lie to impress me, Commander. If you'll
3: excuse
9: me. You can't run from me, Commander.
3: Cormorant, how are you this evening? Commander Keddox. Have you talked to our counselor? Ugh,
4: what a piece of work. Not the only piece of work on this ship, Commander. If you'll excuse me.
3: What the fuck is his problem?
8: Hello, Commander. You don't usually drink at the bar. You usually skulk at your table in the corner.
3: Debbie, don't be rude to the commander.
8: That's not rude, sweetie. Is it, Commander? I suppose not. See, sweetie? Oh, I
3: guess,
4: baby.
8: You
3: know, maybe it'll be nice to talk to some people who are tediously mundane for once. That's
4: us, Commander. Tediously mundane. Tediously in love. (laughs) Ah, you know what that means, Debbie. We are! Let's get out of here, baby. Bye,
5: Commander! Don't wait up!
3: Why is everyone on this ship gross or weird? No, not you.
10: Maybe you.
3: Maybe you.
2: Shuttle landing complete, Captain. Smoothly done, Lieutenant Little. Look at those protesters. There's so many of them. And they look angrier than yesterday. I guess today is their last chance to stop these talks from happening. Captain! Stromberg, I didn't know you were on the ambassador's security team. Whoa,
1: cool legs. They are robot legs. I am better and stronger than ever. Wow, that's incredible.
2: Where'd you find them?
1: Cormorant made them for me. As for the ambassador, I suggest I hold them above my head and run
2: to the business center. <laughs> oh, uh, that lacks a certain dignity. Uh, use your team, clear a path, and take it slow.
5: Move! Get back! Get back!
2: Get Don't us you're back! Don't make this hurt you! are pantherian! Why are you... In that ambassador, she's a traitor. I'm
5: sad. Keep back.
2: Then you're a traitor too. Oh. Do not touch the
1: diplomacy enforcers. <laughs> Put me down. The legs are new. Let us see what they can do. <laughs> Let's get the ambassador to her meeting. <laughs>
6: quick. It was just the two of us. One of the protesters, they hit a bombshell. I'm fine. You've got a bloody nose. I'm fine. I'll get the first
5: aid. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's
6: okay to cry.
2: It's natural when you're in pain. That
5: protester, the one who hit me, they called me a traitor. They wanted to know why I would defend the ambassador. It's your job. Everyone keeps asking me what I think about these talks and how it feels to be a pantherian. Whose side am I on? And I don't know. I don't want to answer for my planet. I want to answer for me. And you
2: can. Just be the bombshell. Here we go. Plug the nose, get the coal pack on it. Thank you. You have nothing to worry about, bombshell. You're part of our team and nothing is going to change it. That may not be true, Captain. Hey, I'm trying to be positive. If rumours are true, Purea will leave the
4: UU. Take it from a half Proconian. When our planet got temporarily suspended for the Cash for Queso scandal, every Proconian was threatened with expulsion. Are you
2: serious?
10: Mm-hmm.
4: It got pretty ugly. Debbie almost got arrested for making terrorist threats against High Command. If Purea leaves the UU- Where
5: will I go? Who will I be if not for a diplomacy enforcer? <laughs>
7: to an end to our talks with the Felidon and to the completion of your mission, Captain Blackmore.
2: Cheers to you, Ambassador Slut, and Tawny and Bambi. I'm sorry we could only do drinks and not the full diplomatic closing ceremony for we'll you. We'll
8: braid each other's hair and exchange shoulder-ups in our quarters. Will
7: you not join us in a drink, Commander? Uh, Maybe
3: when we've returned you
7: and your retinue back to Purea, Ambassador. Here's
2: to a comfortable flight and a safe return to you all. I look forward to shuttling you around the universe in future, Ambassador. Ambassador. Uh, that's not likely to happen.
3: Sorry, Tawny.
2: Keep your mouth
3: shut, Tawny. My apologies. I spoke out of turn. You signed something, didn't you? They weren't rumors. You made an agreement with the Felodonts.
2: You did? Uh, they did? How do you know that, Cat? The
3: look on their faces. Ambassador? <sighs> Bambi...
7: Tell them.
8: It's a comprehensive peace agreement with a hard border and a guarantee written into Felidon lore that the sovereignty of Perea and the Pantherium people is to be respected. They also gave us the business center on the third moon of Og Three. Perea lacks flexible meeting spaces. You're
7: leaving the UU? And you've sided with the Felidons. (sighs) We've sided with ourselves. I don't expect a ship's commander to understand. I understand treachery pretty well. My people are not war. Warriors, Commander Caddox, our children are not fodder for a war we have no stake in.
3: Apparently, they're destined to be eaten by Felodonts. We had a
7: no devouring children
8: clause written into the peace agreement, so the joke's on you. Perhaps the celebration
7: was in poor taste, if you'll excuse us.
2: That was not how I thought that
3: would go. I probably shouldn't have been so... Honest? How about fucking rude? I don't think we'd say that, Cormorant. I would. What is your problem? Why are you sniping at me? We both know what you did
4: to Stromberg. What did you do to Stromberg? I
3: didn't do anything to Stromberg. What
4: the both of you did to Stromberg? I don't recall doing anything to Stromberg. You took him out of his own security team. You
2: sidelined him. You humiliated him.
3: He took himself off the team.
2: We thought it was odd at the time. Oh, but then you gave him those legs. That was nice of you. He told me... um, I don't
3: know how nice it is. Practical, maybe. He still hasn't faced up to what happened to him. You can't let that shit stay bottled up.
2: Speaking from experience... Shut up. I, uh,
4: may have let my dislike of authority figures cloud my perception.
3: Apology accepted. Yeah,
2: well, I'd, uh, best be... Yeah. He's got a chip on his shoulder about something. A microchip. (laughs) Because he's a cyborg.
3: Captain,
5: is what I heard true? Is Puria leaving the UU? Oh, uh... Bombshell,
2: they cannot answer... Please,
5: I need to know. Look,
2: Bombshell, you are an important part of our team. It's true,
3: then... Thank you, Captain. Bombshell, come back! Would anyone else like to mouth off to the senior staff and then storm off mid-conversation? If that's an option. Shut up, Loveland.
1: Oi, Stromberg! Stromberg! Ah, on! <laughs> the hell are you doing it is leg day who would you like to join it's good to be back as myself again
4: have you taken those legs off since me and the doc fitted you why would i because they are meant to help you do your job not take over your life
1: hey what do you mean you give me the legs and you have thick leg thick arm and thick eye oh yeah
4: look oh Cormorant! your eye do you know what happened to it not the mechanical one the flesh one I was on an away mission when my team got ambushed by a acipratines. Before I knew it, one of them had me on my back, and he got his thumb. Have you seen the talons on those things? And he sunk it into my eye socket. Popped like a pimple, my commander said. I was pretty upset about it, let me tell you. My captain signed me off for a month and made it clear. If I wanted an honourable discharge, then I'd only to ask. But I didn't ask, did I? Instead, I spent every night of that month in my engineering department. And I made little red ear. She ain't just an eyeball. This baby comes with 400 times zoom, black light, night vision. I can record, photograph and do live playback. But at the end of the day, she comes out. She's powered off and I can still look at myself in the mirror. Because every day of that month off was spent with a sixth cancer
1: I uh, do not understand what you're getting at. Look,
4: I get it. You could walk, you couldn't, you can again. It's exciting. But I built those legs because I thought someone was cutting you out. And that didn't sit right to me. Now I find out that you did it yourself. So? You are not your job. You're not your muscles. And you're not a pair of legs. You can't punish yourself for your trauma. And you can't ignore it either. Ah, what
1: trauma? I have legs now. Great legs. Stronger than the legs I have before. And I have you to thank for it, Cormorant. Ha <laughs> ha. Come on, Diplomacy Enforcers. Let us heat the shower.
2: Oh, fuck. Landing gear down. Opening the shuttle doors. Thank you, Lieutenant Little. Let's
3: get that ambassador off our ship.
2: I'd best say my goodbyes. Why? She's hardly a friend of ours. She's still a UU ambassador, and I'm still a captain. I'll be right back.
3: He's probably going to give that ambassador his communicator number or something. You can tell she wanted it. No, you can't. Reason being, she didn't ask him for his communicator number.
4: I don't know, Commander. When they were getting drinks in thrusters...
3: Pantherians are like that. They're friendly, they have easily misconstrued ceremonies. Doesn't mean they want to be hit on. Even if their ambassadorial robes are low-cut, high-cut and have cutouts. Even if their name is literally slut... Unless the ambassador asks for something from the captain. She doesn't want it.
4: The captain's probably sad to see her go. She is an attractive lady, after all. I'm
3: going to tell your wife you said that.
4: (gasps) You wouldn't, Commander!
2: Ambassador Slut. Uh,
7: Captain Blackmore, I wasn't sure you'd give us the customary send-off.
2: Our traditions have to be observed, too, even if they aren't as fun as yours.
7: There's nothing fun about our customs. I personally hate braiding hair. And it's difficult to get
8: jelly stains out of carpet.
2: I wanted to say goodbye regardless. I'm sorry things ended the way they did. Uh, My people's treaties... Not that sorry. I meant between us. I thought about what you said, about protecting your people. People, and I get it. I do. I'd do anything to protect my crew.
7: It was not my wish to leave the UU either. My people asked me to represent them in this matter, and I did so to my best ability. Perhaps, if we can stay open and honest with each other, future discourse can turn to accord.
2: Maybe. Who knows?
7: <sighs> Who knows? Give my apologies to your Pentherian crewmate. I know the news upset her... I only hope she can find a way to forgive her people. I'll pass
2: that on.
8: Ambassador, I know there's a pool of jelly available in the terminal. If you and Captain Blackmore wish to perform the traditional forgiveness ceremony...
7: Captain. Oh, I shouldn't ruin my uniform. Then take the uniform off.
3: That was quick. Uh, Yep. Let's get this shuttle in the air. Is everything all right? You're sweating.
2: I'm fine. Everything's great. Did you and the ambassador kiss and make up? How dare you, Lieutenant Little? We made up. That was the extent of it. Now let's get out of here before I change my mind.
3: Change your mind about what?
2: Uh, Hello, Bombshell?
5: Hello, Captain.
2: I wanted to have a word with you. Is
5: this about my outburst last night? Yes.
2: uh, No, uh, sort of. Uh, During the outburst, you said, Oh, it doesn't matter. I wanted to say to you that I recognize that you must be anxious at the moment.
5: I don't know what the future holds, Captain. And I used to be so certain.
2: Just know that the senior staff and everyone aboard the Madeline is going to fight for you. You're our crewmate. You belong with us. And I will give everything I've got to support you in whatever way you need.
5: Thank you, Captain.
6: That won't be necessary, Captain. Sweet Pea, uh, certainly we hope it won't be necessary. Bombshell, I wanted to speak to you.
5: What is it, Sweet Pea?
6: You do not have to worry about getting kicked out of you, uh, not if you're married to a person who's in the UU.
5: I'm not married to a person who is in the UU.
6: Oh, wow. That is why... Always kneeling.
5: Sweet pea?
6: I have a question for you, Bombshell. Is this happening? Will you marry me? <gasps> Sweet pea? Oh, This is incredible! What do you say? You, you smile, but you don't answer.
5: Yes! Of course I'll marry you! If I had to fly to the end of the universe to do it. Hooray! Oh, I'm so happy for you
2: both!
9: The Edge of Infinity featured the voices of...
2: Kieran Davy as Captain Arlo Blackmore.
3: Rhiannon Maushal as Commander Eleanor Caddix
7: and Tawny. Michelle Zana as Dr Quora Centora.
2: Matt Graham as Lieutenant
1: Commander Ivor Stromberg and Nurse Timish.
7: Jacqueline Osorio as Mrs Loveland, Lieutenant Pomona Dupont. And Ambassador Slut.
4: David Moss as Lieutenant Commander Cormorant and Lieutenant Clay Little. Rosie
8: Williamson as Lieutenant Navigator Debbie Little and
5: Bambi. Lucy Clough as Bombshell.
6: Minya Hilke as Sweet Pea and Ambassador Senegal. And Andrew James Spooner as Ambassador Benjamin.
9: Music by Andrew Chamberlain. Words by Kieran Davey.